across the country and around the world. We are listening now to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. With the stunning 70% of teens admitting to cyberbullying, it's become an epidemic. We'll talk to an expert to help you protect your kids from those who are destroying others for the sport of it. All too often, kids don't say what's going on. Let's face it, majority of kids are not going to tell their parents what's going on, especially on their Facebook or on their cell phone. Then, have you noticed your attention span getting shorter? One expert says it may be because the Internet is literally rewiring your brain. If all we pay attention to are the benefits from being online all the time, we're going to never even notice that we're losing conceptual and critical thinking that depends on our ability to pay attention. Those stories and more are coming up next on this edition of InfoTrack. The show gets underway in just a moment. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Welcome back to InfoTrack. I'm Roy Mackey. Cyberbullying, it's a term we hear more and more in the news, and it's much more common than most people realize. Our guest is Sean Edgington. She's the author of Read Between the Lines, A Humorous Guide to Texting with Simplicity and Style, and the upcoming book, The Parent's Guide to Texting, Facebook, and Social Media. Some surveys have found that 70% of teens admitted to cyberbullying. That's a stunning number. Yeah, it is, and that also includes harassment by text message, too, which is also a very big number. And yeah, I think the biggest problem is parent awareness. They don't realize what's going on, and they don't have the tools they need to help prepare their kids for it. Cyberbullying can be a pretty broad term. How do you define that? Really, it's when you have someone who is threatening physical harm or any kind of causing pain to you that is online or by text message. So it's someone who is threatening you, who is picking on you, who is calling you names. That's all considered cyberbullying. How often do people actually follow through with these threats? Because it seems like it's awfully easy to text something to someone that's threatening, but then carrying through would be much more difficult. Right. The majority of cyberbullying is occurring between girls. So you have mean girls out there that are threatening and they're harassing and they're bullying. And it's happening, you know, maybe two, three hundred times, a hundred times a day where they just keep doing it over and over and over again. And usually the girls are packing up. So you could have two or three girls doing this to one other girl. Now, how long does it take for them to actually physically do something or is it mostly threats? I would say boys are where it's more physical and they would most likely not even bother sending the hundreds and hundreds of text messages or threats on Facebook. But you're right, it doesn't often end in a physical confrontation. However, what we've been seeing is that girls can't emotionally take it. And so you see injuries or suicide or emotional distress or grades dropping and all these types of things. Why do you think many kids who witness abusive behavior today think it's okay? And do you think that's a big change from previous generations? I do. Bullies have been around for 40 years. I was bullied. I'm sure you you were bullied. It's just different now because what they're able to do is call you out and put you on this platform where hundreds and hundreds of people can watch them bully you. And it makes them feel big. 
and they don't care. I think it's even worse now because it's so easy, and they just want to get back at people. And I think it has changed. I think it's gotten much worse because technology makes it easy. You would think, at least in previous generations, someone who is abusing someone else would not want to be in the spotlight on Facebook or something else and get the attention of being abusive. You would think that, but that's not how it goes. They don't worry how they look. They, in fact, make them feel big and make them feel good. And it's actually really sad because I think really deep down they don't realize what's happening to the people that they're attacking. I have to believe that if they did, they wouldn't do it. However, they don't think first before they act. As you know, that's pretty much one of the natures of being a teen. You have a list of suggestions of how parents can keep on top of this. Can you give us just a few of your favorite ideas? First of all, I recommend that every single parent that has a young teen in the household that they um, download my rules of online safety. I have it online on my website. It's free. And basically, it's a contract for social networking and Internet use. And it goes through and it talks about all the things they're never going to do. And they're great talking points for parents because a lot of things on there parents aren't even going to realize exist. Like, let's say, Facebook Places and Formspring Me and Foursquare. Those are all ways that kids now can shout out their location of where they're standing instantly, real time. And that is just an open door for bad people to go grab these kids and to do who knows what. And for any 13, 14, 15-year-old to shout out, I'm standing on the corner of 5th and Main, you know, that is crazy. Any other ideas? Yeah. Teach them that it's okay to ignore someone who's bullying them by text, because let's face it, all this harassment and bullying gets escalated to a degree because you have two people engaging. So when you have one person that doesn't respond and doesn't engage, what happens is that bully will go find someone else to bully. So the very first step of this three-step program is teach them how to ignore it and teach them that it's okay to ignore. And then next, really important, is to teach them how to block. They can block people that are texting them, and they can block them on their Facebook. So those are great tools, easy to teach your kids. And then again, let them know it's okay to talk to you about this and to tell you, so to report it to you, to you or the authorities or whomever, when it happens, because all too often, kids don't say what's going on. Let's face it majority of kids are not going to tell their parents what's going on, especially on their Facebook or on their cell phone. They don't want their accounts to get taken away, and they don't want their cell phone to get taken away, and they don't want their privileges to get taken away. So we've got to let them know we know this is happening, and it's okay to tell us. Sean, do you have any final suggestions for parents? I do. I recommend that parents stay alert and they monitor their young children's social networking, what they're doing online all the time, every day. They don't need to go online and talk and chat and post on their wall, but please monitor. They need to look at their cell phones and check out pictures on a regular basis to see what's sitting in that cell phone because you got to be proactive about sexting and talk to your kids about sexting and what's going on there too. I also recommend parents get parental controls on your cell phones for your kids. It's a great resource. You can control when they're texting, how much they're texting, and, you know, it allows you to do a lot of things that you don't even realize you can do because the repercussions are tragic. Sean, is there an age where you think parents need to start having these talks with their children? Yes, 8, 9, 10, before they get their cell phone. If they have their cell phone, talk now. You've waited too long. It's kind of like handing a kid their first paring knife and go, here you go, cut this tomato, but you didn't go through the rules of engagement of how to cut that tomato. you got to educate yourself, and then you've got to be able to talk to them. you got to scare them. you got to go through all the steps. 
We've been talking with cyberbullying expert Sean Edgington. She's the author of a couple of books on the topic, and you can find more about Sean, plus a lot of resources for parents and young people, at her website, seanedgington.com, and that is spelled S-H-A-W-N-E-D-G-I-N-G-T-O-N. Sean, thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. Oh, thanks for having me. It's revolutionized the world in so many ways. But now, is the Internet rewiring your brain? And is that a good thing? That story is straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.